Hey everybody, uh, this podcast starts a little weird because, um, as explained later on in the podcast, uh, I moved, and as you can see in the background, it's full of boxes, I'm not a hoarder, I just have to unpack stuff, so, um, there was an issue with getting the podcast audio, uh, running correctly on Streamlabs, which is like the software that I use to put out the podcast. Uh, so yeah, you're missing like the first few minutes of the podcast while I'm like frantically trying to figure out while we're live streaming, how to get it to work. Um, but we eventually get it to work and it's going to start after I stop talking. So, and also I'm going to give an actual slight trigger warning for this episode. Um, sort of like when I start talking, uh, in this episode, because I do start talking about some sort of dark stuff um, that has to do with, um, being in a crisis. So if that's triggering to you, it's just in the very beginning, like when I'm talking. Um, but it shouldn't be that bad. So I think most of you will probably be fine. But just in case, if you're in a place to where you're um, not feeling great mentally and it, that might get to you, I just want to warn you because I've been there before where, uh, you know, certain things might uh, might get to you when you don't really realize it. So hopefully that helps you if you are feeling some sort of way. So yeah, that's it. And hopefully now you can enjoy the podcast. So here we go. Sorry we're gone for so long. 100% my fault, but I talk about it. So let's go. Be a Newton John. Uh, born in England, but raised partially in Australia. There we go. I think Australia. I she was a singer and actress. Uh, she had five number one hits in the Billboard music charts and has numerous songs in the Billboard Top 10. She had two number one albums and has won four Grammys. In Dang. 1978, she started in the musical film Grease, which became the highest-grossing musical film ever at the time. Uh, uh, on the soundtrack, the, whose soundtrack remains one of the world's best-selling albums of all time. Two of the songs she did a duet with John Travolta were Summer Nights and You're the One That I Want were two major hits, along with your... Uh, well, the single "You're the One That I Want" is was was being one of the best-selling singles of all time. Uh, she also had another hit from the show or from the film, uh, "Hopelessly Devoted to You." She would continue to make hits with singles like "Physical" and "Oh, I Honestly Love You." She would also continue to star TV and film roles. She was appointed officer of the Order of the British Empire in 1979. And in 2020, she became Dame Commander of the Order of the British Empire for services to charity, cancer research, and entertainment. Uh, she had battled breast cancer three times in her lifetime. Due to the pain she suffered uh, in her back, she was an advocate for the use of medical cannabis. Her daughter, Chloe, owns a cannabis farm in Oregon, and she died due to cancer at the age of 73. Mm. Uh, next up, we have Anne Hayes. Uh, and Hayes started out playing twins on the daytime soap opera Another World. Uh, had she had a notable, notable acting in public life, uh, she would gain popularity in the 90s for roles in Donnie Brasco, Volcano, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Wag the Dog, Six Days, Seven Nights, and Return to Paradise. Uh, she also appeared in a few films such as John Q and some TV shows, including Hung, The Brave, and even voice, uh, I'm going to mess this up, but Suyin Beifong in the animated series The Legend Avatar. of Korra. Yeah. 
she became uh, she became a subject of widespread media interest while dating comedian uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, after her breakup with Ellen, there was her incident in the Fresno area where she walked a mile and a half with just her bra and shorts, showed up to a person's doorstep and said she needed to shower. And then after her shower, she said they needed to we they should watch a movie. That person then called the sheriff's office. Uh, Anne Hesh had told them, quote, she was God and was going to take everyone up in a spaceship. She later revealed that she had taken ecstasy earlier that day. Like on, you several, do. <laughs> on several national TV interviews in 2001, uh, Hayes stated that she had created a fantasy world called the fourth dimension to make herself feel safe and had an alter ego who was the daughter of God and half-sister to Jesus Christ named Celestia, and she had contacts with extraterrestrial life forms all to help cope with her trauma. Uh, She had talked about her trauma in her book uh, about getting genital herpes as an infant, sexual abuse by her father, three of her five siblings dying, and her father dying of AIDS in her 2001 memoir, Call Me Crazy. She would seek help and would later marry a cameraman and have a son. They divorced. Then she had another kid after she married James Tupper, uh, an actor, had another kid. On August 5th, she became involved in two car crashes in the same incident, uh, crashing into an apartment garage and then into a house. When she crashed into the house, the car caught fire. So did the house where she was severely burned due to her injuries. She slipped into a coma and after six days, she was declared brain dead and was taken off life support. She was 53. Did they say anything about uh, potential driving under the influence for that last crash? So the no, LA County Sheriff's Department said there were some kind of narcotics in her, in her blood, but they won't release what until after the full toxicology test is out and they're predicting two to three weeks. Okay. It's kind of interesting how you know, the media is reporting this as somebody that, you know, they're not putting it as like a DUI or anything like that or, you know, some some person high on drugs, you know, ran into a building and fucking caught on fire. You know, there's really no mystery why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems pretty cut and dry to me. That's why I was asking. I was like, eh, you know, but it sounds like there'll be full confirmation of what we all suspect in a couple weeks or so, right? Uh, it's more like we're going to find out what was in her system in a couple weeks. Because there's no doubt okay. that there, there were not. There was some kind of narcotics, probably a couple of cocktails. She could have been drinking alcohol on top of her narcotics. We'll find out. All right. Next up, we have Bill Russell, 11-time NBA champion, 12-time NBA all-star, five-time NBA MVP player with the Boston Celtics. He's all He has the most wins of any NBA player and is tied with Henry Richards of the NFL for the record of the most championships won by an athlete in a North American sports league. So to clarify, a lot of people were freaking out when I was talking to them about this. This is North American sports league's plural. So in the U.S., yes, he's the most winning athlete. But in Canada, so is Henry Richards. So they both tied together so people aren't freaking out. Um, So even though uh, Bill Russell was born in Louisiana, he went to high school in Oakland and attended the University of San Francisco. 
at USF. He brought the school two consecutive NCAA championships in 1955 and 1956. That same year, he was captain of the U.S. Summer Olympics basketball team. He became the NBA's first black head coach in 1966 with the Boston Celtics, and he moved on to coach the Seattle Supersonics and well, then the on, Sacramento hold on. Kings. Hold on one quick sec, though. First, not just NBA, but first American uh, professional sports NBA or uh, black head coach as well. Well, when he did when he did it, there was no black coaches for football or for baseball or for hockey or anything else. Well, uh, I'm not there yet because I, okay. I had a little thing. But since you want to interject, yes, that is true. Uh, moving on, uh, he had an unprecedented, unprecedented NBA career. However, he was also a civil rights activist, and he used basketball as his weapon and shield. While in college, he, along with uh, his other black teammates, would be denied lodging in parts of America, in noted cases, Oklahoma, to where the entire team decided to stay at a dorm instead of, the, of a hotel. <clears throat> this continued into his NBA career as the black players of the Celtics team and also the St. Louis Hawks boycotted an exhibition game due to his fellow black teammates being denied service at a restaurant in Lexington, Kentucky. They refused to play and flew black home. Shortly after the uh, assassination of Medgar Evers, Bill Russell called his brother and asked how he can help. His brother said he can open an integrated basketball camp in Mississippi, the Deep South, in 1963. Just a quick caveat. Opening in an integrated basketball camp in 1963 was a potential death sentence. So having both black and white players out in the open, they were subject to being killed at this park in Mississippi or in a facility, really. Wait a minute. I, I thought that after slavery, everything was okay. <laughs> Who told you? What are you talking about? That sounds like something Proudy would oh, do okay. after he's no, watching his... <laughs> Uh, he he did it anyway. Uh, just a few examples of what he had to face back back in the sixties and even in the fifties. He also dabbled with acting, performing in a Seattle children's theater show, and an episode of Miami Vice. He wrote a provocative uh, autobiography called Second Wind. Uh, Bill Russell was awarded the medal the Medal of Freedom by former President Barack Obama in twenty eleven, the nation's highest civilian honor. 2017, the NBA awarded him with its Lifetime Achievement Award. He's also the first black player to be inducted into the NBA, NBA Hall of Fame back in 1975. He passed away at the age of 88. Those right. wonderful Boston, those w- wonderful Boston Celtics fans. Sorry, just one last thing. Uh, never forget that they shit in his bed to send a wonderful message uh, to him, and he writes about it in several of uh, interview or in his interviews and some of his books. Uh, they broke into his home, destroyed several of his trophies and rings and all of that other stuff. So he was treated like trash, not just in the Deep South, but also for the city that he won 11 championships for. So, I mean, to be honest, I had to, like, truncate a lot of what I reported because you can literally spend several podcasts on this man's life so I had yep. to like edit a bunch of stuff. I didn't want to go too deep into stuff yeah, like that. That would open that would open yeah. more because there's a lot more things that he did as yeah. an activist. 
as an activist and still playing basketball that he did that we could literally spend the rest of this podcast talking about. But I didn't want to go too deep. Uh, what yeah. probably just did is definitely true. There's a lot more instances, both in his book and in interviews that he talked about. There's a lot of historic meetings and stuff that went on, but yep. I'm going to keep it moving because we got one more. So last but not least, <clears throat> we have uh, Grace Dell Nichols, better known as Nichelle Nichols. I would say uh, who? <laughs> uh, the actor uh, most well known for her role as Lieutenant Noyota Uhura on the original Star Trek series, an icon, an icon and trailblazer. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Nichols first worked professionally as a singer and dancer in Chicago at the age of 14. Uh, she would eventually work with Duke Ellington and Lionel Hampton bands before coming to Hollywood. Uh, she drew the attention of Hugh Hefner for her performance of Hazel Sharp in Oscar Brown's Kicks and Company, uh, a satire play of Playboy magazine. Uh, she played Carmen Jones in a Chicago stock performance company in the musical Carmen Jones. Uh, before she was Lieutenant Uhura, she worked with Gene Roddenberry on his 1964 show, The Lieutenant. Uh, on Star Trek, she broke uh, a major race barrier as one of the first black women to play a major role on a primetime television. After she considered leaving the show after the first year, she recalled the conversation with Dr. Martin Luther King, which convinced her to stay. He told her, quote, when we see you, we see ourselves and we see ourselves as intelligent and beautiful and proud, end quote. She made even more television history in the November 22nd, 1968 Star Trek episode, Plato's Stepchildren. The episode is cited as the first example of an interracial kiss on American television. We kind of jump back to what, uh, what Martha Luther King said. Like, that actually makes sense. That's, that, that rings true because, like, if you watch a movie with, like, like for example, um, I'm trying to think of a good black movie. Like, for one example, there was a movie called uh, I'm Dream Girl, Sucker. Which what? I'm gonna give I'm you a sucker. No, no, no. Uh, positive. Models. <laughs> no, but like, so. uh, like in uh, in Three Little Girls, it's a movie with Idris Elba where he plays a a dad who's trying to get custody of his three daughters because his wife is like a drug addict and her her new boyfriend is a piece of shit. And like that was kind of the first movie I saw where like a black male was looked at in a positive light of like wanting to be there for their kids. I was like, holy shit, like this is really good. But like. That that rings true. Like seeing black people on TV doing positive stuff, like, like the Cosby Show. That's a perfect example too. Uh, uh, minus Bill Cosby being a fucking rapist. But yeah, that was, that was <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. But that's I true. Mean, like seeing positive black people on TV, it impacts black people in the community. I mean, just I'm just saying. Uh, so because this is in the '60s, by the way. Oh yeah, same, same era as what Bill Bill Russell was going through. Um. Has anybody seen Hotel Rwanda? That's another, I think, positive. Even though I think it's in Africa, not in the U.S. That's another... Yeah, it's a very fucked up, depressing movie. But it also shows a black man taking charge and being a humanitarian, doing what he can with what he has to help a a good cause. So, anyway. Moving on. Uh, For fans who did not know about uh, Nichelle Nichols and her singing and dancing career, they got a little taste of it in Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, where she shows it off. Um, From 1977 to 2015, uh, Nichols partnered with NASA to help them recruit some of the first women and minority astronauts. Uh, Nichols also said her time at NASA as a NASA recruiter. She says, quote, science is not a boys game. 
It's not a girl's game. It's everyone's game. It's about where we are and where we're going. Space travel benefits us here on Earth, and we ain't stopped yet. There's more exploration to come, end quote. She passed away at the age of 89 peacefully at her home. And that's the end of my RIPs for the last couple weeks. Whew. That's a lot. I think that might have been your longest yet. It was. There's there's a lot there's a lot of icons there that passed on. So the show was definitely since, 30 minutes. Talk, <laughs> yeah, for real. Since we were talking about uh Nichelle Nichols, if you didn't know, um we had her on the podcast. We did a, well, I interviewed her at we did an S class interview at uh at uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con. She was here in the Bay Area. And this was probably the most iconic interview ever in my entire life because she's an icon and of right she is. She was like the sweetest and nicest person to talk to. Like I was super nervous to talk to her. And plus I couldn't, I, I sat there practicing how to say a horora and I kept fucking up. Like, I was like, damn, I don't like pronounce it right. Just like now. <laughs> and I, I like, I told her like, I'm going to butcher this name. And she just told me like, you know, don't worry about it. Just, just go with it. Like she was, it, Interviewing her was like talking to like my grandmother. Like I felt like I'd known this lady for like all my life, even though like I've I've seen her only on TV. But she was so easy and sweet to talk to. But uh, one thing uh, kind of skipped over. So uh, Uhura Hura is actually it's, um, it's um, oh god, what is it? It's Swahili for uh, was it heaven or angel? Oh um, shit! I I used to know this. It's um, I think oh, it's angel. No, it's freedom. Oh, freedom. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm I'm looking at the. I'm watching a video right now, and I had to. I rewinded to that part. But yeah, it's, it means for freedom. But freedom. um, yeah, she was she was so nice to talk to, and like after we interview her, like I don't know, she was just the sweetest person to interview. But then like after like a couple of months later. Like we heard about things with like her her family and like trust issues and like there's some possible like elderly abuse going on. It's like fuck, man. Like that's some fucked up shit. Because I remember at at Sandy at the Silicon Valley Comic Con, like they had her like in her own little tiny booth. But this lady was a fucking icon. She should have had her own like role or whatever. And she she made that shit known too. Like before the interview started, she was like. What am I doing here? Do you know who I am? Like, why am I sitting at this goddamn little dinky table? I'm fucking Lieutenant Horror. I need to be over there with the big names. And she should have been. And I think, yeah. I, hopefully they moved her. But yeah, man, like, it, like going back and watching the interview now, like, I could still see how nervous I was and how I, I messed up in little areas here and there. But I don't know. It was still, it's pretty, it, it was still a really memorable, memorable moment interviewing somebody and, you know, R.I.P. to her. I know it's been a couple of weeks since since we lost her, but yeah, she was she was a great, great, great person over, over, overall. But, yeah, I, I remember being just being in that presence and watching Blue give his interview. There was like a different aura going on there. Like you can tell, she kind of like was helping him out, but she made the she made it conversational. She didn't make it like she wasn't diva. She's very sweet and nice. And I was like trying to listen in, but not be in the shot because we had a camera on. And I'm like trying to get close because we had two cameras on. Was it two? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I just, I was, but I only saw the one because I was closer to the one on the right. So I was like, and then I had, um, at the same con behind us was, um, uh, I think, uh, Michael Keaton, I think he just showed. It was, it was basically the cast of, uh, Back to the Future. 
They're right behind us. And they're mm-hmm. facing. They're so kind not of Michael facing. No, no, not Mike. Michael J. Fox. It's Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd and um, and uh, I can't remember. Girlfriend. Oh, the one who plays the mom. She was there. Oh yes, yes, she was there. She's in the boys so too, isn't she? Huh? Isn't she in the boys? She was, she, she she was, was in the boys. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had a bad day at the end, of season one. Yeah. No, she I don't think it was Elizabeth Shue. No, it was uh, Leah Thompson, not Elizabeth Shue. Oh, okay. So Leah Thompson was there, so they were right behind us. So there was like all these stars. There's more stars behind us. I think Katie Stackoff was there as well. Um, but it was kind of weird because I was eavesdropping on <laughs> Blue's interview. But it was just like a, it just, it just had this aura about it about peaceful and kindness and just like inform information exchanges. Because she told, you know, she told some stuff, some stories and stuff that just like she's part of history. And Blue got to sit next to her and you know got to experience, mm-hmm. you know, her talk about her experience. And it was a huge thing, kind of for me, even though I. I was there. I didn't get to talk to her, but I had to live, live vicariously through Blue. She was a huge influence on my mom. Uh, my mom, back in those times, she saw like this black woman on TV who was assertive and who was professional, and she was like a principal cast. She wasn't a mammy. Oh, so did you? Did we lose you? Oh, oh. I like how old Ninja has worse internet than I do. I have two gigs now down but i'm like far away from the house i'll talk about it in a minute and yeah. he's like totally frozen well one, one quick thing i want to say while odin just frozen is that um there's there's two iconic interviews i've done uh michelle nichols was number one the other one was uh like after i finished the interview with her like dude like like you're my uh not estrogen my um what is it what is it called testosterone uh yeah that's the opposite soft. of estrogen no, it's the adrenaline. Adrenaline, adrenaline yeah, was great. Okay. Like, my adrenaline level was so fucking high. And then after I finished the interview, I had to like just go somewhere and just calm down and have a drink. And the second time that happened was when I interviewed the the cast of Gifted because we had like yeah. one minute per per person to interview, and I was like trying to think of questions, and it was just a it was a it was crazy. And uh, after that, I like uh, I went there was Prodigy, and I Prodigy like, oh, you done, man? I was like, just give me a second, man. I need to fucking like chill because holy shit like i i had the shotgun that whole entire interview with like six different groups of people in like one minute and just throw questions in and have people rush me through and it, yeah it was it was crazy but the show nickel definitely was my my top interview of all time there we go now he's back i said we get janet jackson and anita on here then yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. jackson if you're nasty and i'm fucking nasty so i'll call him yeah, when I see her, I'm gonna call her Miss Jackson. She's like, "Why are you call Miss Jackson? Because I'm nasty." Yeah, Damn. probably gets that all the fucking time. She probably does. So I should probably think of something different. All right, Kronos, uh, you you wanted to get on in on in here. You fixed all the stuff with the chat and all of that. So yeah, I fixed the things. <laughs> so, nice. um, yeah, if you're looking at if you're watching the live stream, you look in the background. You're like, "Are you a hoarder? Like, what the fuck's going on behind you?" Like, oh, in a garage? No, so, yeah, not in the garage anymore. Um. I'm actually in another shed, which is kind of funny. So I'm not going to get into too many details, but basically the past like two and a half months have been pretty shitty for me and my family. Um, and it, there's like a culmination of things that happened and we had to figure out like some alternative things. And so we're in another spot in Chula Vista and we're going to rent for like a year. And it's funny because like we were trying to buy a house down here and like literally 
a week to the day that we that we signed the, the lease agreement for this rental property, our fucking house goes into escrow. You know, <laughs> fuck me, right? I mean, literally on my birthday, I got yesterday is when they said like they they agreed, and then today was was when I got the official you're in escrow bullshit. So, yeah, um, the new spot is it's pretty it's big. Well, it's not that big, but it's it's bigger than our than our old place. Um, it's got a, a decent plot of land and it has like, um, a sh- shed, which is what I'm in right now. It's bigger than the old infinity base. There's plenty of room in here. It looks kind of smart now because I have like a bunch of boxes and shit. But, uh, once I get everything unpacked, I'm going to get some more storage stuff and put it in here. It's going to work out just fine, uh, for the podcast and, and going forward, we're going to do great. Um, what's kind of cool is that, uh, I'm in like. I'm on the border of like Chula Vista, Bonita, and I'm in Chula Vista, but I'm on the border of Bonita and San Diego. And are you buy Anita Rapa, Anita Applebaum? Yeah, <laughs> she got it going on. Um, <laughs> and I was worried about like internet speeds because like Cox Communications is, is a thing down here, and I don't like using Cox like communications because they're fucking yeah, they're fucking <laughs> terrible. And also, <laughs> yeah, I'm straight. But yeah, <laughs> but I got lucky because like apparently like this whole street has uh, uh, AT and T fiber up to five gigs down. And I'm sorry, five gigs both ways, which I was oh. like because at the old place I you know in, in Hayward it was one gig you know down and up, which is fantastic. This place had up to five. I got two, but the Wi-Fi is like in the main house, and the I, when Prodigy gets here, he'll see what I mean. But like the shed is not that close to the house. And where the actual boxes for the Wi-Fi, it's in like sort of the middle of the house. So it's like really far away. So the fact that I can podcast from here and do my work from here and actually ride the Peloton and all that shit from that far away from um, the actual Wi-Fi is pretty amazing. But I'm, I'm going to actually do like an actual um, hard line drop again. I talked to the landlord. It's like, hey, can I do this? So I have a couple of things that I wanted to do. He's like, yeah, it's cool. So I'll have two gigs up and down in the off in here pretty soon. Um yeah, I got to say one thing I want to just I want to say just for the public, I guess. Um I was going through like a serious crisis um like last week. And I had to actually call the fucking 988 number. And I know it's uncomfortable to talk about, but I just want people like in general if you listen to this podcast and if you're going through like some shit and you don't know how to like handle it there's a number you can call. It's 988. It's a crisis hotline, otherwise known as a suicide hotline. You can call them. They can help you out. They can give you, first of all, get you through like whatever the fuck you're going through and then give you resources going forward. So don't be fucking embarrassed to to call it. You know, don't be, don't look down on yourself to get some fucking help because sometimes you need help. Like everybody at some point in their life needs some help. So, and it could be as you're an adult, I just turned fucking 43 today, you know, at the time this happened, I was 42, but it's, you know, it was only like last week. So, um, get the help that you need. Don't be so fucking macho or so closed down that you're not going to get help that you need. So I'll leave it at that. That's good. That's good. Good reminder. Damn. We, uh, man, we, we yeah, missed we're all already in. We haven't even talked about yeah, it. I know. We got I mean, a whole we had a lot bunch. Of shit going on, so there's a whole lot going on. Let Let's get to some fun stuff, I guess. Yeah, I say we do nothing but fun stuff. All right, why don't you kick the 
Go ahead. I got a perfect. I got a perfect. Since it's Wednesday, we should talk about Wednesday. Dude, come on, man. Now that, that that's a perfect fucking setup. <laughs> come on. That that is a good setup, Blue. Good job. Great segue. Uh, Netflix got a new series uh, starring Wednesday Adams of the Adams Family. It's live action. Uh, Tim Burton seemed to put his, get his groove back because this shit mm-hmm. looks incredible. At least from the trailer itself. At least, and this is just my opinion. It looked all. It had all the whole creepy vibes to it. Uh, Wednesday is certainly front and center, doing you know uh, her normal stuff in terms of. I think she drops some piranhas into a pool <laughs> to get revenge on yeah. some uh, boys that are uh, potentially picking on uh, Pugsley. Um, well, I, yeah. I had a bit of an issue with that, just because um, I feel like the chlorine probably would have killed those fish. But the school could have a salt water pool. Which would have made sense in the, no, the that, problem. that would have killed them too because they're that would have killed them too because yeah they're freshwater but fish. But it's all good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we, we go movie, movie magic. Yeah. But yeah, it, it looks it it has that Adams family vibe, like the old school Raul Julia, early nineties only updated kind of kind of theme to it. Real and Wednesday quick, was always on. one of the best characters. Real quick, people were talking shit about having uh, Gomez Adams being of uh, Latin descent. And I'm just like, who are you people? Mm. Who the fuck are <laughs> you people? <Yeah. laughs> like, have you not watched any of the Adams? His name is fucking yeah. Gomez. Yes. Like, what, the, yes. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What well, uh, who played him in the original movies? It was um... Raul Julia. No. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the black and white TV series? No, no, I'm talking about the the movies. The movies with Raul Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Latin descent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, a fantastic not, actor. Not only not only is he a, a, a of Latin descent, he was one of the best to me, like uh, Mr. Adams I've ever seen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he, yeah. He, he knocked Dude, it out of the fucking park. Um, I believe you, you can you can tell that they were they were fucking on like the 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 swag that he had on that movie. Him and Marticia Adams, you, they were, they were, cause they, their chemistry on the in the movie was really great. But you know they were just boning, like their characters, cause they love each other. <laughs> they, they even, I didn't even brought it up. Like there was like, oh honey, what do you want to do tonight? Oh let me, let's do that one thing I like that you do. And they, you're like, oh they're gonna go have sex. No, he, she's got him in a fucking torture device, like turning the crank. I mean that's <laughs> that's just foreplay. I mean, <laughs> that is. <laughs> that's that uh, S and M that uh, Rihanna was singing about. Yeah, the the funny the the funniest thing to me that went over a lot of people's heads with uh, the Adams family, their over affectionate marriage was the the whole point. Like it obviously the opposite is what you uh, were used to, which was seeing couples that really hated each other on a lot of sitcoms and whatnot. And here was this really really affectionate, uh, you know, gothy gothy couple or whatever, which was an opposite kind of role, like a bizarro version of uh, the nuclear family. So that fucking but, worked. But yeah, but never talk shit about Raul Julia. That dude was a fucking man. And I'm hoping that this guy, uh, what, what's this actor's name? I, I always forget his, his Luis real name. Uh, Luis de Guzman. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. He's great. He's awesome. So, yeah, but he's for, not like, he doesn't look like Raul Julia. Or he's not, hold on, let me make sure I'm talking about the right, the right guy. Yeah, you so, are. He's like a yeah. shorter guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you if you look at the original comic, so the original Adams family, Gomez is a short and portly guy. He's like a chubby dude. So okay. all the other depictions of Gomez, Luis de Guzman is more accurate. 
compared to the other, other actors before him. Hmm. So, to me, this is perfect casting, really. He's, he's a comedian, but then they got Morticia as my girl, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. As Morticia. Like, holy... I, I'm watching it just for her. I don't give a fuck. She could be in one episode, and I, I'm still I'm still about it. That's well, all also, Christina Ricci, who we all know... Is she in it? I, no. I believe she oh. is in it. Or am I tripping? I don't think she's in it. Oh, let me, hold on, be, let me check myself. She might be a producer. I think she might be a producer on the show. But I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if she's in it. Well, it, it's... Oh, yeah, she's in it. Is it she? says it on here on, on Wiki. Has her on here. It, it says... It doesn't say what her role is, but it says uh, to be determined. Just the fact oh. that she's... Just the fact that she's in it is fucking cool as shit. Because obviously she used to play Wednesday and everything. But... Um, and the fact that they're focusing on Wednesday. Usually they focus on oh, yeah. and the whole family. You know, the whole family, but the 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 you know, the mother and the father the most, with the kids being really close seconds, you know, especially with Wednesday. But the focus on her, I think that's gonna work because even in did you guys see the animated movies? Oh no. Uh, I've seen a little bit of the show. They had like an animated TV show. The animated, the most recent animated movie, and I, I shit on it a little bit before it uh, came out, but then I watched it. It wasn't actually that bad. It was oh, really? It was decent. It was decent. The animation looked horrible. It, look, it looks like the Transylvania, like that one. Get, give it a shot. The story when wins you over. Like it's a family movie. It's it's pretty decent. Um, okay. but well, yeah, I say, I'm all bored. And, um, Christina Ricci was at uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con one year, and I was mm-hmm. in I was in the audience, and like you know how they ask questions stuff like that, and there was an image that somebody that was posted of Christina Ricci as um, as Morticia, mm-hmm. and um, I went up to the I went up to the microphone, and I was like, hey, how would you feel if somebody wrote a script where we got to see Wednesday as an adult, and we mm-hmm. get to see her family, and she was like, if somebody gave me that script right now, I would instantly take on that role and i i'm i'm, st- I, I, I'm hoping that they'll make a wednesday movie where she's an adult because christina ricci she's up, she's up there and she's not up there in age but she's she, she's older now she's a grown woman um i mean we're older yeah um, like yeah. you know christina because it, it's funny because when i went up there to to ask a question i was like fuck was christina ricci wednesday or am i thinking of somebody else because there's a lot of Hollywood actors that kind of look alike, but uh, yeah, luckily I, I got the right person because I've been super fucking embarrassing. Like, oh hey, would you ever be Wednesday again? It's like, um, that wasn't me. That was such and such. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. So the Adams family, the animated, there's an animated movie from 2019 where Oscar Isaac was going as Adams. Yeah, he did it. Charlize Theron was Morticia, Finn Wolfhard, who uh, AKA Mike from uh, Stranger Things. He was Pugsley. Chloe Grace was Wednesday. Snoop Dogg was Cousin It. Like, yep. what the fuck? It was pretty good. The one who convinced me to give it a try was uh, Dirty Stew. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Yeah. Watch it, with my family. it was pretty decent. It's a, it's a kid's movie. Dirty Stew knows what's up. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally forgot this came out. There's a sequel. Yep. <laughs> sequel came like out that, in yeah. 2021? 20... Yeah. Sequel ain't bad either. Fits in the same kind of, you know, general general genre. But yeah, this this one looks on point, and I'm glad to see Tim Burton again being weird and out there and getting the kind of spooky shit down. Yeah, so he doesn't have uh, he's missing his people though, Johnny Depp and uh, Helen oh, yeah. Carter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, all right, I need some new blood. God damn it, you're gonna be in my next 45 fucking movies. <laughs> Those are well, his go-to. 
It's like we need, we need a lead actor and a lead female actor co-star. Yeah. It's always okay. going to be. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the the reason why when I when I when I asked uh, Christina Ricci the question, like I always caught her confused with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Like those two, what? very fucking similar. Especially they kind of acted in the same kind of universe or circle. Like no. they were like always. Mm. No, Christina Ricci was like super dark and. Yeah, she's way more gothic yeah. and. and... Doing but, disturbing like, stuff like she does this movie called Penelope, where oh, they yeah. try to make it all light and fluffy, and like it's like way past halfway through the movie, you find out she has a deformity. She has a pig nose, for like an actual snout. Yeah, she's an actual snout in the film. It's fucking hilarious. It's like this weird yeah. dark comedy, but it's it's good though. Yeah, it's it's good, and it's it's so weird you get used to her having a pig nose that once she removes it, it's like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah, without weird. it, it's, yeah, it's almost like in uh, it's like in Tropical Thunder when uh, <laughs> with uh, with uh, the guy who played Iron Man, Robert Downey. Oh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. How you played the black man for so so fucking well that when he became a white guy again, you're like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's wild, yeah. But, uh, dude, dude, was a strange yeah. movie, but it's good. I I recommend it. It's an independent film. Can't over with that family can't overlook the iconic fucking soundtrack from that movie mm-hmm. with <laughs> MC Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MC Hammer doing fucking uh the Adam family fucking intro song. Yeah, she was fucking great. They do True. what they want to do. Jay, what they want to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was good to my head too. Th- those exact yeah. lyrics. The Adam family. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Dude. <laughs> This is gonna I'm be a great it. fucking series, and I yeah, hope I'm looking forward to this, especially because of Catherine's edit. But I do like Winslet's character because she's hella crazy. I'll never forget when they did the um, the Native American thing when she played Pocahontas <laughs> and like the, the camp counter shit, and they end up burning the whole place down. That was fucking wild. I could I couldn't stop laughing. It's so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so we got all kind of other shit. Just really quickly before, I know we got a whole bunch of other shows and stuff we're excited about. Um, Ezra's still Ezra. Man. Uh, your boy? That's your boy. Man, I just, I, I, I lost count. Uh, I lost oh, count of the sorry. charges. I, miss, I misspoke. That's your they. So yeah. They your they? Yeah, that's your they. <laughs> they committing crimes and not going to jail. Mm. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. Why isn't he? Why isn't this dude in jail? Like he should have been in jail. Like he's he's committed a lot of crimes, a you lot know why? of crimes, and they're not I, I like some of them are, they're not minor. So no, I can say yeah. why because he's the fastest man on earth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll run into the law. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, nothing comedic about uh, the fact that there are literal victims. It seems like Kids. maybe even double digits now. Kids that are victims. Know? Kids, <laughs> women, uh, <laughs> random Hawaiians, like, <laughs> fuck everything about Mr. Ezra or Miss what they, Ezra, whoever, whoever, whatever the fuck you want to call Ezra. Uh, this is a true piece of shit. And uh, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with this Flash movie, but I'm so can, bummed about this shit. <laughs> I can tell you right now, the movie's going to suffer from just the publicity, negative publicity that he's gotten. Like, so, I mean, I could, I could, yeah, yeah. I, I could, I could see the just the average family, you know, knowing that Ezra's in it, saying, "Oh, you mean the person that abused all these people and kids?" Yeah. No, thank you. Even yeah. if they don't know anything about the Flash or, or usually like superhero yeah. movies, 
why you going to take your kid to see someone that abusive and that fucking criminally insane? No way. I, I will say he did he go. Yeah, he did go seek help. I guess he got committed. No, and the studio. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the studio and his agent said you need to you need to do this. You want to bounce back, so he's in a uh, uh, some he's in a medical center on East Coast. I I think Virginia or Vermont or something. So we'll see. I hope he gets the help he needs, but I also see that he committed crimes. So I do hope that some kind of justice comes out of it. It's not a slap on the wrist, like. So we'll see. Throw this motherfucker under the jail. I I'm sorry. I'm not into the whole. Oh, you know, he, he went to some rehab. No. Fuck that celebrity bullshit. You, there's real victims, like Chrono said, children, innocent Hawaiians, uh, women. Nah, he, he needs to fucking pay. And here's the other thing, too. I would be more sympathetic if it was maybe once. Dude, how many times? We've gotten on this show like five times and talked about how Ezra done fucked up again. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? You can't sit there and say, oh, I was having a mental health crisis for like fucking nine months. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like that's no. that's just you being an asshole for nine fucking months, or probably longer than that. I think it's it's just it's been going on for a while, and you were running from the like cops and shit like that. You know, it's before like, COVID. <laughs> yeah, man, it is what it is. Um, so we'll see. Uh, where where you want to go now, Lou? Well, just a quick little thing. So I I really like I want the Flash movie to come out just because we get to see Michael Keaton as Batman again, and we get to see like what happened in that universe. That's the only reason why I would watch that movie. Uh, like him, like Flash going back into the pat into back in to save his mom because he missed his mom, such like that. I don't really care about that. I just want to see fucking Michael Keaton as Batman again. Like that. <laughs> that's the reason he's he's the reason why I like Batman. So like one little quick full of fun fact. So if you look behind me, I just noticed this today. So if you look behind me, you see that right there. Like it's Batman. No, there's, the, there's know, Batman a window. They can't see it. Uh. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Okay. I can sort of see it. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the my monitor probably pocketed, but yeah. Uh. But yeah. I'm, I'm I'm super excited just to see Michael Keaton be Batman again. And if it gets canceled, that kind of sucks. I wish they would remake the movie. Maybe bring in um and um Grant from the Flash CW show as 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 the Flash. You just CGI but... on his face. It's all good. <laughs> they can do that, but they still end up having to pay him. I guess he's already paid since they already yeah. got the movie going. Yeah, he. I mean, he, he acted, know. so he definitely got paid. Supposedly, like, he plays more than one character in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he plays just like in real life. I mean, no, uh, I mean, they, <laughs> like more than just Barry slash Flash, like another character as well. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, the on, you mean like the character where he's like beating up Hawaiians and fucking with kids and <laughs> having a cold and shit like that? Yeah, it's this. I think he's meth that's acting. He, that's why he goes by day. Because there's day of, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'm gonna say that uh, his character, like him as a Flash, I never really liked him as a Flash until I saw the, the director's cut version of uh, Justice League. Then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, he's actually doing Flash shit. Before he was like, I'm scared. I'm just gonna hide in a corner. It's like, dude, you're fast as fuck. What's gonna hurt you? Just yeah. run there, do your thing. And like him saving the people with the rock fall, that's like the most epic scene of his. Of him playing that character, everything else has been like, like the way he ran was really weird and this and that, and I don't know. If they release the movie, I'm cool with that. If they release it, I'll probably try to see it, but I we'll see. Yeah, 
such a great, such a great. It's sad because it's such a great iconic fucking character, like, and it's a cool character too. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking fumbled that shit, man. Brought bad actor, uh, bad actor as a as a choice, and this person is fucking crazy. So it is what it is. Blue, where you want to go next? Let's talk about something that Chronos started this podcast with, like way back in the day, telling us that we need to listen to this audio book because the quality of this audio book was fucking straight out of the goddamn studio. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't know, Sandman, the DC comic graphic novel, dropped on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, and this shit fucking hits. It's it's the series is really fucking good. It's. Cat uh, Dilly isn't in it, which yeah, is a little weird now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I want her to be deaf because I just want to see those juicy lips. But uh, overall, like, this show is almost, I want to say, page for page, or at least audio to audio with the audio book. Because I, I never read the graphic novel. I, never, I, I haven't seen the comics, but, like, everything I've seen said, like, it's pretty spot on with the comics. Uh, I finished it. Chronos, have you had a chance to watch it all? No, I started. I started watching with uh, with with uh, Kay, and I was like, "I'm gonna watch this," but you know, if you're not into it, then I'll watch it on my own. And that was like last night, and she wasn't into it. And I had a chance to watch it today, but I watched a little bit of it, and it it looked looked pretty amazing to me. Like what what I was imagining for the most part when I was listening to the audiobook, like it's it seems legit, and it's, I mean, Neil Gaiman does a really good job of like doing storytelling, and you know, he was directly involved with making the show. So, and people were like talking shit about the show being too woke or whatever, but it's like, this, this is not a guy you can cancel off some shit like that. So, you know, yeah. the, I think the show was pretty well, um, casted, especially, um, Morpheus. He looks like, that's who I imagine Morpheus looking like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like they somehow, they somehow cast a skinny ass dude who's buff. Like this dude had like <laughs> body fat, but he had like his muscle tone was like super defined. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I know uh, uh, Odin, you've uh, finished it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. finished it. What'd you think about so, it? Don't spoil it, but yeah, what'd you think? This, yeah. I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I will talk about the first five episodes, even though I finished it. This was like a, to be honest, this was a beautiful gothic dark fantasy show that like it felt like it kind of felt like a feature-length movie watching the first few episodes mm-hmm. uh, there was there was so much information thrown at you in the first few episodes but they give it to you in chunks so it's easy to digest and you learn about all these crazy concepts you see these fantastic locales that actually look great you see weird and fantastic characters. You get their backstory a little bit later. But the thing is, in all honesty, it's a super simple fucking story. The story is super fucking simple. It's very simple. Literally, the dude gets captured, he gets out, and then he needs to go reclaim his shit. It's literally God of War. It's from like <laughs> God of War 2 or 3, where you lose all your powers and shit, and you got to gain them all back. Same shit. It's just same shit. The only thing is, they give you education about these fantastic um i guess they're they're abstract constructs in the form of corporeal beings and you learn about them as you go through this journey and it's just like 
there's so much given to you, but it's super easy to digest because it's in good chunks. There's a lot of callbacks and Easter eggs in the show. So, and it was weird to me because I was like, hey, wait a minute. I recognize that. Or, hey, this person mentioned something that I, I, I get. Like, I get it. There's some visual stuff that you'll see. I know a lot of people that were really into the book. I never really was. Actually, um, a friend of the podcast, Sapo Supreme, the guy who made our uh, Amazon uh, app, he was trying to get me into this when it came out. And I didn't get it. I was like, uh, what is this? And he's like, dude, this is great. This is a great story. It's like, I'm like, dude, this is literally depression mode, the comic. Like, <laughs> I'm not interested. I didn't like the art. He was trying to tell me Batman was in it. I'm like, dude, this looks like shit. Like, I'm not interested. Why is Batman in this? This isn't a DC comic. Because at the time, it's Vertigo. And Vertigo had owned... Uh, DC bought Vertigo, I think, around the time or just before it released or something. So I didn't get it. Over time, people kept telling me about it. And then uh, it finally dropped. And now, literally everything that was described to me back in the 90s is, is literally on screen. Exactly as it was told to me. Like, oh, that's actually really good. Neil Gaiman, um, once again, he's in almost every level of production of the show. Um, he's got David S. Goyer, oh. mm-hmm. uh, who's also pretty famous with DC stuff. Um, he's a director, writer. He's written for comics. He's written for movies. He's written for TV. He's is done there, it all. Has he ever performed, though? I mean... Uh, you know what? If he did, he'd probably use a pseudonym. So, <laughs> maybe... I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people did. I'm pretty sure Sylvester Stallone had a right. had a name back then. So, what, what's, what's kind of cool about Sandman lore is that like it takes like basic. It it's almost like a it it takes like folklore characters and basically bring them into the the comic book world. And with like with like Sandman, like if if you did an audio book, because that's the way I've been, I've digested the whole Sandman comic. Um. They they do a really good job. Like they take a lot of the elements from the from the audiobooks and bring it to the show. But like, there's some things that were that was a miss. Like I didn't like the actress that played Lucifer. Like, uh, I, well, she's supposed to be well. She's supposed to be the person. I can't even say she. They are supposed to be androgynous. Like mm-hmm. both, neither male nor female. And I think that's like something that people maybe not, maybe forgot if you read the comics or listen to the audiobooks. Like the character is not supposed to be like of one gender or the other. Well, like, and I, I know first... I know Gwendolyn Christie is like, she's not that androgynous, but you know, I mean, they have to I... make her, but she's not in the show. She's wearing like fetish gear, <laughs> I mean, like she's yeah, in like Darkwing. Don't get me wrong. I had no problem with it. I don't mind doing Christie and fetish gear. I, but my problem was that I was like I was imagining Lucifer being like fucking sexy, like just uh, you, mm. you know you want me because I'm the fucking devil. Like I'm I'm all your inhibition. I'm I'm what you want. I'm because uh, they always say like Lucifer is like the angel that was like the most attractive and the most like glamorous, the, the most attractive in heaven. Yes, but yeah. also. So in the show, when Morpheus, aka Dream, when he meets Lucifer, it's obviously not their first meeting. Oh, but yeah. he uses old school, like Old Testament names, 
with Lucifer names that I forgot about, like super biblical yeah. old Hebrew names. Okay, like, too. Yeah, he brought that up too, and he gives respect to Lucifer because he's in Lucifer's realm, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to respect you," but he understands that Lucifer's the trickster, the uh, the liar, you know, the one that's going to try to screw him over, and so he's very mindful of that when he goes down there. With, but I had no problem with Gwendolyn and Christie because, once again, they tried to, like, downplay how attractive she really is. So they had to make her look kind of, like, a little androgynous, which is which is fine. But I had no problem with Morpheus and, and Lucifer's meeting, their whole interaction. They actually have a duel that blew my mind because I did not expect the duel to go down, like, the way it went. So I want to say... That's the oh god, Cronus. Sorry, yeah, I know, I'm, I, that's as big I mean, as I can. Be. I listen to the audiobook, so oh, no, yeah, but still, I'm, I'm oh, no. is so the, one with, like, the, the, the rhyming or whatever, yeah, yeah, what I tell them, like, they it's uh, what is it like? It, it's like, oh, I'm a snake in the grass and I'm a field mouse type thing, yeah, like yeah, you it's, just it's, it's like a weird hack. It's, it's better to experience watching it because it's actually really cool. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect it to go down that way. Um, there's actually a reference to a very popular DC um, theme, I guess, during the battle. So it's actually really no, cool. And I believe in the um, in the in the comic or not in the comics in the audiobook, it's not Lucifer that participates in it, or it, was it? Is it? There's a so basically it's almost like it um, was like, like a different demon. It was a demon. Yeah, see, that's what, okay, yeah. that's what the other demon is the one that participated in that battle. But in the movie, in the TV series, Lucifer, the person's like, oh, I choose Lucifer. I, I choose Lucifer. Was it the guy on. with the, the, the teeth for eyes or whatever? No, 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 that guy. Oh, different game. So, that guy. That guy's actually awesome, even though he's an yeah. asshole. He's awesome. <laughs> Dude, that the whole hotel scene, like, Colonel, you read, you mean, you listen to audiobook. Yeah. That hotel scene. Of them like going to this hotel with like all the fucking sorry spoiler if you didn't read the comics and you listen to audiobooks there's a scene where they go to a hotel room a hotel that's full with fucking serial killers it's a fucking yeah. convention <laughs> and the name of the convention is fucking uh the serial the, the, convention serial convention and it's like oh I want to go to the serial convention it's mm-hmm. like no yeah like, like it's not that kind of serial it's the serial <laughs> with an S not a C <laughs> oh, yeah, good, you ain't that's getting a, no fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, no, <laughs> no you ain't. That's you a, might that end up being tempted by somebody named Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, there's actually uh, another episode. Uh, it's called 24-7. If you oh, ever yeah. worked in customer service, cafe. yeah, if you ever worked in a cafe, if you worked at a restaurant, if you worked in retail, this episode, that particular episode will probably will probably make you okay. feel some type of way. That was one of the other problems I had with this series. Hollywood, please, 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 can you fucking stop trying to do black people hair? Dread, <laughs> fucking, like, like twists, stuff like that. Don't fucking use a goddamn wig. That shit looks like boo-boo garbage. Like, God, just just have the person fucking be clean-shaven. Just just have, like, a tight face. <laughs> fucking have the person grow out their hair. Have a fucking beauty person come out and twist their shit up. Stop it. We we seen the shit in fucking The Walking Dead. Fucking fucking Dr. Dre was in Walking Dead. His wig shit was <laughs> fucked up. Fucking the, uh, the, the, king of, what's the king of fucking that one with the tiger. 
his oh, shit was yeah. like garbage. Yeah. Like, but but blue. It's funny because when you said The Walking Dead, I felt like Michonne's wasn't terrible. Uh, it was, it was decent, but then again, she was bald, so because <laughs> I saw her in fucking uh in Black Panther, so. So was so was King Ezekiel, the tiger guy. He's bald. Say, yeah, but that should look. I, I, I yeah, feel like there definitely uh, needs to be like a like a black owned company that makes wigs for for black people in Hollywood because they've been fucking it up for fucking decades now. <laughs> like, like, like I, I'm totally with you there. It, like, I guess for for most people, it's probably not noticeable, but for like people you know that are like us, like it's pretty noticeable. <laughs> Like when you can see like that complete cut, and then it's just like it looks like wool. Yeah. Not even like you know, not even like African hair. It just literally looks like wool. You know. It, it also usually doesn't add anything to the character. Like, okay, this yeah, character right? has has locks. Yeah. But it looks bad on them. Like it, so <laughs> you know, like sometimes maybe in the Walking Dead post apocalypse. Okay, you know, obviously there's no barbershops, there's no clippers, and you're on the run. Okay, maybe. But sometimes they just put it on an actor, and it's like you look fucking weird, you know. I mean, if there's no barbers and all, okay. So you're gonna tell me you can do your own dreadlocks and do your own cornrows, and yeah. and upkeep them in the fucking yeah. apocalypse? Like, I'm not buying that shit. Yeah. Well, like one of the problems is that like cornrows, like if when well, they're freshly done, like you can see like like you can see the scalp. Well, yeah. the yeah. these like you can see fucking hairs. Like, okay, this shit looks fucking horrible. Yeah, they're like the thickest fucking show- cornrows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this show, like, the guy has, does he have, I can't, he doesn't have cornrows, but his, his shit just looks fucked up, and he's, like, a step under the CEO, so it's like, come on, man, like. Yeah, he's uh, he's VP. He's, like, VP of operations or some shit. Yeah, and he's, did, and, I don't did know. Did you see the, the latest uh, Netflix series at all with the, the one Redbone girl? Uh, as the lead on Netflix, the Re- Resident Evil one. That one. Oh, no. You just said Resident Not Evil. Yet. You just said the show with the Redbone girl. Hundred percent. Yeah, you just said Resident Re- Evil. Res- yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I you had me Redbone. I was like, oh, what? What are you talking about? So half half her head is is like braided for I don't know weeks and weeks and weeks, and it's really crisp and whatnot. And it just it, you talk about it doesn't look very believable. Especially as it goes on, because she's got all this blood and guts on her, and what it's just, it's odd. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you; it can be off-putting at times, but well, especially it like is. If, especially when you have daughters, and you know, like when they wake up in the morning, like their hair is kind of fucked up. You got to fix it a little bit, you know. What I mean, <laughs> unless it's in like a really protected style, and even then, like the shit doesn't last forever. <laughs> so you gotta get you know some flyaways and shit like that. Well, if you if you're running and you got zombie guts on you, it's even long, it won't last even yeah, that long. No. But, yeah. Anyway, it's it's all good. It's I think, I think they did a really good job in um in Star Trek Discovery with um. Well, yeah, because it's Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. People yeah. want to talk about Star Trek being fucking woke. Star Trek has never not been woke, never, never. All right, they've always been on top of shit, social mm-hmm. issues, you know. All that fucking but, gender, whatever, like all they've been on top of all that shit way before it was fucking popular, and people but, talk shit about the latest one. What do you mean, but? Yeah. but they did do blackface. They did. They hundred percent did with the, with the Vulcans back in the day. They did. No, it wasn't. 
Klingons as yeah. a Vulcan. And, and just to be just to be really really clear, woke was an expression in the black community yeah. that literally dates over one hundred years ago, and was specifically about like in um, Lovecraft Country where they're talking about all the sundown towns. Literally, it was about black folks watching out for white racists lynching people. That's what it was about. So this new 2022-2020 usage in the white community of the word woke all of a sudden now has a completely different meaning. And it just needs to be clearly said. Uh, Actually, W. Kamal Bell did a really good United Shades of America from this season all about it as well. But it's it's very funny when words get completely distorted from their yeah, of, meaning and context. I mean, they and them have different meanings from yeah. Language changes over time. Like I get 20, even twenty years ago. Yeah. Well, even they and them. So hold on. First of all, two points. Like when it comes to like, you know, the woke movement. And yeah, you know, probably you're totally right because I feel like a lot of white people today, like they they like them being woke is like like a certificate. Like they, mm. they, they reached a pinnacle and that's it. Like they just, they've learned all there is to know about black people, but it's like, mm, no, you haven't at all. Like most people just did, they learn certain things and then they think they know everything, which is fucking bullshit. Um, and then second, God damn it. What'd you just say? Old ninja. Oh, they and them. Yeah. The they and them thing. Like, I don't think that that's necessarily like a new thing. Like at all. Like I'm not really convinced anymore. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've been thinking about it for a while now because I, I I just went through like a a technical writing class like a couple Ooh. weeks ago, and in the, there's a new th- there's a thing now with like technical writing with um you know business acumen and like really learning how to like just give proper pronouns to people, and I was on a call with like mostly white dudes because that's my industry I guess. And they were having an issue with, like, understanding, like, the they, them, blah, 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 like, gender pronouns. Like, all right, man, let me just help you out. Like, everybody on the podcast who listen to this right now, let me help you out with, like, understanding, at least on my dumbass aspect of, like, the they, them thing. It, so when you see a baby and you have no idea what gender they are, what do you call them? Besides it. If you call them oh. it, you're a fucking asshole. You'll just say them... Or something like that. Like, what are the, like? What's their name? Like, you won't say what's her name. What's his name? You will say what's yeah. their name? Or you know, and if you say like, what are they doing? You know, instead of what is him or her doing, something like that. Like, it's super easy to think. Just think about him as a fucking baby, even though it's it's very re- reductive. But that's the way that I kind of get through, like these quote unquote new gender pronouns. But they're actually, not really that, that new. That's really fucking clever. Like to look at it that way. Yeah, it's definitely helped me because I'm just like, because there's been plenty of times where I see somebody that I have no idea what the fucking gender was, and I was hitting like this weird um, cognitive dissonance in my brain, mm. or I was just like, I don't want to com- conform with this new bullshit, but it's not really that new. But I also want to show these people some, like some sort of respect if they want to be called like something different. And so yeah, the baby thing just came to mind because there's been plenty of times where I've seen like kids. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck they are. See, what they it, are. I just said it. What the fuck they are. Yeah, you didn't say it because I would have said I don't know what that is. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because like uh, with my son, we were at a party recently, and these little girls kept calling my son a her. Like, oh, she, her, her, what she wants to play with this, and she wants. To, I'm like, it's 
It's a boy. He's a boy. His name's. He's going to be gender but, specific. He's a boy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a boy. But um, no, I like that. I, I think that's kind of cool. Like saying the whole day when you're trying to talk about like a like a child, like a baby. But uh, but, yeah, Cronus, you you bring in some some cool fucking like reasoning to this because the other one I want to say that you you bring up is the whole like reason why you wanted the bay a the bay a duvet a duvet fuck um. Bidet, yeah, goddamn, I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, like the whole story about how, like, oh, if you have shit in your arm, <laughs> like you wouldn't wipe that shit off with with just a paper towel, right? You you wash that with some water or some shit like that. Like, yeah, I, I like that story. Can I just quickly say this though? I need everybody to truly just calm down and not act like you're being shot in the head, though. If you get called the wrong gender, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, someone. Yeah. I'm someone who has a first name that if you're not familiar with it, especially in a work setting, you may confuse my just by name with being me being female. No big deal. I correct people who don't know me, who write me emails all the fucking time. I'm so not fucking on. wounded. I'm not fucking going all aggro at them. Hold it's on. Not, people, it's, they, it's, not, they don't it's refer, not the end of the fucking world. They don't refer to you as disciple of future. They call they just call you future. And you well, you know, I mean, it, it, it depends on the time. Like, obviously, 2022. Oh. Yes, you have to. OK, I'll, I'll just check in. But but yeah, I, I, I'm with I'm with you guys. I just I can't quite get it with the mindset of this being the end of the world offensive. And, it, you know, you 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 verbally lynch somebody or something. I, I'm sorry. I can't get with that shit. Yes, you can. People make honest mistakes. Yes, some people are assholes and do it on purpose. Fuck them. But at the same time, I just don't believe that another adult uh, saying the wrong, using the wrong pronoun, whether by accident or even on purpose, is the most evil and horrific thing you could ever do to a person in the history of the world. I'm sorry. It's, it's also like with, um, like with Bruce Jenner when he changed his name to Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever. Like people are like, oh, you gotta say his her new real name and stuff like that. It's like, you gotta give people time to fucking adjust. Like, it if I'm used to calling somebody a certain name and they decide to change their name, it's gonna take me a while to to say that other name. As long as, as long as I understand that the name has been changed, and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, this is how it's gonna be. I'll I I will go on with that. But like, don't make me feel bad. Like, make me feel like a fucking shitty ass person because I said the wrong name. It's like. I'm just used to calling this person this name. Like, just, just roll with it, man. Like, come on. Like, like give me know, time. I'm glad you both brought that up. But I'm, I'm believe, like, I think that more and more as time goes on, I think that those people that are like that are like in the the vast minority. Because I've oh, never, yeah. like, personally, had somebody confront me over like misgendering somebody. And you know, me and Prodigy, we both have names that are not in English, and people mispronounce our shit all the time. And mm-hmm. I haven't been misgendered before like Prodigy has, but I've definitely, <laughs> people fuck up my name on a fucking daily basis. And uh, it's funny because like people that I work with, other folks I get work with, they get mad that people mispronounce my name. And I'm just like, dude, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, honestly, like, they're acknowledging that I exist. I, like, let's just fucking keep it rolling. Like I'm not gonna, cause it's not. An, I'm not gonna expect somebody to know my name. That's not. It's not in English. It's not in your native tongue. So you know, I get it. But yeah, I think if somebody was to like get like, you know, super angry that you know, I didn't know exactly like what how they would like to be 
I guess, addressed without knowing them, then yeah, that's, but that's also to me at this point in time in my life, I think that's an extreme. That, that so I, just, I have not personally experienced. It's, it's funny. So I have a pretty average name. My name's in the Bible. Pretty, it's not, Blue's not my name. It's L-F-Y. I mean, yes, it kind of is. Is, 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 your name, is your name Jesus or Jesus? So my name has two different short, short, shortened versions of it. There's a three-letter version of it, and I hate being called that. <laughs> I hate I fucking hate it. It's just <laughs> being called that is just it's like super it's sound it's super corny to be called that and it's super like white to be called that and it's like oh god don't call me that I fucking hate it. And when people call me that they're like oh hey blah 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 I'm like uh yeah you're I like, like burning hell <laughs> Daniel like I just said it fucking oh whatever uh, but yeah, so like, yeah, when people call me Dan, I'm like, uh, yeah, Dan is like some old white guy no, somewhere else. Dude, I want to say I'm trying to like rewind time through like the decades that I've known you and I've never called you Dan. Daniel? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so the whole reason why I hate being called Dan, it's because of high school. There's, I had a friend in high school and he came up to me and was like, hey, Dan. I'm like, the fuck? Why does that sound so fucking weird? Just Dan, you're the coolest guy I ever know. What the? That's what the? That sounds so fucking weird. But yeah, just I I don't like the name. And so I have like a I have like a a person in HR. She calls me Dan all the fucking time, and it's just it's like nails on a fucking chalkboard. It's so I fucking hate it. But it it's I get a lot of people they'll see my name and want to call me that name. They call they shorten the name, and I I would top in my email, and then at the bottom of like. Um, just a little FYI, I prefer to be called Danny, not Dan. Are you calling me Daniel? Are you calling me Blue? Because Blue is my last name. So I let people know that they have options. They don't just have to call me my first name. They call me my last name. But, like, just, oh, man, just being called Dan. Is, and even though, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, you know, Danny is more of a childish name. That's, like, the name you use when you're a kid. It's like, yeah, but it's just, I don't be called Dan. It just sounds so fucking corny and white so don't call me dan so if you see me in public and you call me dan you might get booted to the face then you probably won't i'm just fucking joking around you might get a baseball bat if you're over 240 pounds (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say it too (laughs) but yeah i mean yeah just i'm just saying there you go all right Um, (laughs) do y'all want to can i talk about it now finally it's been a couple Mm. weeks Wait, first of all, oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Go ahead, speak home. One quick little thing. Happy birthday, Cronus. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. If y'all didn't see the next level birthday thing back here. Dude, I there thought that was that little orb thingy from um from from Star Wars. Or Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Wars. The thing that Luke like, practiced oh, on. The practice, the practice oh, practice yeah. No, the one that does operations. The one with the, like, the little arms and like... <laughs> The drone that like does the operations, and, like does uh, cool. surgeries and stuff. That's what it look, really looks like because it's black. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I waited three hundred and fifty-seven fucking days to get a product, and I finally. Oh got shit! It. All right. And uh, what? Is- it's as cool as I thought it was going to be. Actually, it, it exceeded my expectations. So I was like, "Oh shit! I just broke my fucking mic arm." <laughs> 
One quick little thing. Let's talk about Cronus' shirt because if you haven't read this comic, Luther Strobe is probably the most violent comic of all time. So Cronus is wearing it right now. This, so Cronus, I think Cronus brought this this shirt onto the podcast too. So speaking of birthdays, but yeah, if you if you want to read a comic and if you're colorblind, you don't want to read this because they use so much fucking red in this because there's so much fucking blood or this whole entire fucking comic. But it's great. Now I'm, I'm waiting for HBO. Hopefully Netflix even do it because they did it for Sandman. But I'm waiting for somebody to make a TV series of this because that that would be epic. Because DC dropped the ball when they tried to do um, Injustice, the Injustice game. Because that movie, animated movie, sucked. They should have did an animated TV show. They should have, and- or like a mini series or something, like a limited series or some shit. They well, fucked it all up. It could, it really could have worked real quite well because I mean they had the Dark Side War, Justice League, Dark Side War, Apocalypse stuff. They yeah. Two or three parter, you know what I mean? Like they have a whole animated kind of universe that fits pretty well. You just have to do it standalone, you know? Yeah, like they 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 should have just did. I mean, because they try to do like the whole movie rush to DVD such and such, but they should have really did an animated series. But then. This was kind of before, was it before the pandemic? Because that kind of makes sense because they were just kind of rushing things out to DVD. But if they did, if they'd have made a series of it on HBO Max, yeah, it would it would have flourished. Because goddamn, there's so much content in the the whole just like the Injustice universe that would have been just perfect for the for TV series. You oh. got it fixed. Yeah, sorry, I just like I got a little too violent. <laughs> hey, you got mic man no i it's this is a new mic arm this is like a frameworks mic arm it's actually really nice i just didn't have it tightened down enough so when i like move the mic it just like came off the fucking table so um, you know what it is because mono price man you got to keep that mono price thing going because uh yeah this the, honestly this mic arm is really nice it's the the fucking cables integrated into the whole thing oh, know, that's cool. so it's super nice and it's like it's adjustable for like the how much tension is like when you pull it up and down it's cool anyway we're not doing a review of this fucking marker right now. <laughs> but what I will talk about is the goddamn Steam Deck. All right. I finally got it. Here it is yeah. in all of its fucking glory. This fucking, this thing is so goddamn cool. All right. This is one of my favorite new products in a good long fucking time. I think this is going to have repercussions on the gaming industry and the, and the PC industry in general. Um, oh. It's just, it's really, don't get me wrong, it's not perfect by any means, but it's really fucking good. Uh, one of the cool things about this uh, is that if you're already using Steam, which I use Steam a little bit, you can literally buy this thing, and then if you had anything in Steam, it just it just goes on there. Like, there's a bunch of, not everything is going to work on there, but a bunch of shit that you already paid for is going to work on there, and you don't, you don't have to pay for it again. Nice. It's, That's awesome. It's fucking. It's cool. Like I started playing uh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. I bought it like a long time ago, and it works on there. Fuck, damn near perfectly. There's a couple crashes that I that I hit, but uh, I just want to see how a first-person shooter works. So I fucking downloaded it and started playing. And I was like, this shit works as good as when I played it on like the PS4. So right. and you're getting basically PS4 level graphics on this fucking thing, and it's it's amazing. It's it's built for, I want to say adult hands. When I gave it to 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 Kay. 
She's like, oh, this is built for like larger hands. So I'll say it's built for larger hands, not just for adult hands. Because if you're an adult that has smaller hands, then yeah, that doesn't really work. But um, it's a little heavy. I think I had Prodigy hold it for a, for a second, I think, when I was over at his place. Uh, but it fits mm-hmm. in your hand really well. So the problem with like the Switch, which I don't have in the room right now, is that the Switch in the back is totally flat. But if you look at the Steam Deck, it, like, it's not. There's actually grips on it, right? And so like, when you put it in your hand you can like grip it and it doesn't feel that heavy because like you're holding it like in your palm and mm-hmm. like, so you don't feel like all the way, like I can, I can literally like lay down in bed and like pl- and play with this thing and it's fine. Like it doesn't feel heavy. My, my hands are good t- don't get tired. I can play with it in any direction. It's fine. Um, it does get hot at times, but the pro the thing is though, is that it doesn't get hot in your hands. So it doesn't fucking matter. Ooh. Like I-, I had this thing like hot as fuck. Um, in like where the screen is and like where the back is and all shit, but you don't feel it in your hands at all as you're playing it. It's fucking amazing. Um, there's also like these uh these back buttons which are on like the Xbox Pro controller, um, which I haven't programmed in yet, but you can if you want. It's got like the normal triggers. Um, it's got the you know the the shoulder buttons, the uh the the thumbsticks are touch sensitive. So like the top of them, they they can it knows when you're touching them, and one thing that's cool, which I didn't know until I bought this, but there's already an upgradable, which already existed, thumbsticks for this. Oh, I actually wow. was like literally solder one fucking wire on, and it fits totally like normally. And basically, what it is, so these ones are like um, it's like a physical thing that's moving around when you move it, um, but the upgraded ones are electro electrostatic. And so the ones when you physically move around, um, that can lead to controller drift. But the the new ones are are the ones that are already out. It's electrostatic, so there's no controller drift, and they're way more sensitive. And you can program it to the sensitive sensitivity that you want on this fucking thing. So it's amazing. There's a, a, there's two trackpads on here that work really well because when you bring up like the the Linux mode, because basically when you when you get this thing, you get the Steam OS, but then you also get like like a Linux part of it. You can switch between the two. And when you go to, like, the Linux part, like, it's really hard to, like, use, like, your finger because everything's fucking small as shit. But using the thumb pad and, like, just clicking down, like, it works really, really well. Um, uh, go ahead. Question. How big is it compared to the Switch? It's bigger than the Switch. It's bigger than the Switch? Okay. Yes. By, I'm not going to say considerably, but it's by a very noticeable margin. I wish I would have brought my, one of my Switches in here. I don't think I know. I don't have one in here. Because I have two, but I, I don't have any of them in there. Yeah, it's 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 a lot bigger. Um, would you say that um, this? If would you say this is uh, better than the the PlayStation Vita? Yes. But and so this is better than the Vita and the Switch, and it, this is this is basically this is the best handheld I've ever used, like by far. And it's not it's not even fucking close. Um, and one of the main reasons why is because first of all, like Steam shit works on here uh, normally. Second of all, if you want to have an emulator, this thing is the fucking perfect emulator for, like, anything. Like, you can download, yeah. like, basically any, any emulated game, and it'll fuck it, I mean, illegally. Or, there's even legal ways to do it, too. If you want to do it illegally through ROMs, you can do that on here. There's, there's tools for it. It's super easy to look up and figure out how to fucking do it. Um, I haven't gotten to there yet because I've been going through some shit, but that is on my list. Um, and... You can put Windows on there if you want to. You can, um, 
You can use this as, a, as your fucking computer. You can use this bitch as your fucking desktop. Legit as your desktop if you wanted to. Um, Can't you, if you want? What? Can't you dock it? Yes. Well, the, yes. But, so the Steam Dock is not out yet, but JSOX, which is a, like a third-party uh, entity, they make a dock for it, and I like kind of jerry-rigged a dock. Um, I don't have it here with me because I ordered a dock off Etsy, and it came with like a, a tape that you can put like a because so basically you can use any almost any USB C dock with the Steam Deck. You could even mm, use a, a nice. fucking dual monitor dock USB C if you wanted to. You you can. Um, and so I got that. I just kind of slapped it on the back of this fucking dock. And it works. And, and I've even, I've docked it on this like Jerry Rig dock and I've actually plugged in my PS5 controller into the dock and it works fucking perfectly, seamlessly with it. Like everything just fucking works. Good. Yeah. And I, so what's, what's crazy is that I can literally dock it or just plug in my, my, you know, my PS5 controller and play God of War or, you know, Spider-Man that's for the place, the PS5. All that shit, it, and it works seamlessly, and you can adjust shit. Like it, it works really fucking well. It, it honestly, for the for the price, people are saying it was like expensive. It's like the one that I got is basically it's a five twelve gig one, and it's it's basically seven hundred dollars after taxes and all that shit. Ah, so that's that's a fucking cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's a cell phone. Yeah. yeah, and for me, it's it's well worth it. Like, I've I've gotten so much more joy out of this thing than I thought I was going to. Well. But also, I mean, just to point out, and I don't have one yet, but you get the Xbox Live stuff. Yes, you can. Right? Yeah. And and then Sony has a strategy of releasing a whole shit ton of their games on PC yeah. that I'm assuming you could play as well. Yeah. Like uh, Spider-Man yeah. release, God of War. Yep. Both of those you can play on here. Elden Ring came out. I can play it on. I played it on here. I, play, I finally played fucking Elden Ring. Wow. It's actually better than Bloodborne as far as I'm concerned. Look at um, that. Yeah. But what got me? Park- say, oh, go ahead. Say, no, go ahead. Say again. I was going to say, uh, you, you get how far uh, have you gotten in there? Have you gotten like, past the market? or? Yeah, so not very far. And I'll, I'll explain to you why in a second here. It's, uh, so think- <laughs> it's cool playing first-party games on here, but I'm actually enjoying more of the indie games on this thing for some reason yeah. <laughs> indie games are always fun yeah and this one is like really highlighting indie games for me so that's what i'll get into um hold on let me hold on before i get into the fucking the games that i'm playing right now let me tell you the things that i would like to improve well some of the things that are cool about this is that it's easy to fucking take apart i haven't taken this one apart yet but it's it's easy to get in there and replace parts okay so that uh steam did a really good job i'm sorry valve did a really good job I'm making it upgradable and like, you know, kind of DIY-ish in this Ooh. thing. Um, iFixit already has like basically all the components that you need for this. Batteries, screens, um, all a bunch of other things. You, you can upgrade the internal storage for this. Um, a bunch of other shit. Uh, I really, one of the things that I would like to see with this is an OLED screen. I think that's, that's kind of, I don't want to say it's a downfall, but it's definitely something that I would pay extra for. So I'm waiting for somebody to um, come out with like the upgraded screen for this. So iFixit already has, so I got the 512 gig one and it comes with a, a matte screen, which is a better screen than the 
other two versions of it. Yeah, you can buy for I think it's like two hundred fifty bucks or maybe even less than that. Um, what I want to see is somebody actually have the OLED screen for this because OLED just looks like when when I look at like like a switch the switch OLED next to this the switch OLED is like way more vibrant than this screen it's not a better like it's like a cell phones yeah for if you have an OLED cell phone yeah um but this can technically do i think higher graphics but it just it the the colors are way more vibrant on an OLED screen the blacks are blacker the colors pop way more they need to have an OLED version but i also understand that you know valve needed to keep the keep the price down but i, I would have paid an extra um, two three hundred dollars wait wait so screen. with the oled screen it's a blacker is it blacker than black it's blacker than black is black times infinity <laughs> i'm just saying so yeah i mean wait so a quick little thing with the prices so it you can buy the 64 gig version for 400 yeah don't buy it, that one but it, it has a emmc screen but I don't know drive, but it's five twenty nine, five thirty for uh, the two fifty to two hundred fifty six gig, and then it's six forty nine for the the five twelve gig, which is what Chronos has right now. Yeah. So this is one thing. So the one thing that's actually a little bit di- this one again is some disappointments. So I'm used to playing PS five shit. All right. So where my the load screens are basically non-existent or fast as fuck. You're not getting that with the fucking Steam Deck. Okay, you're gonna hit some games have longer load screens like PS4, PS3 era load screens. Like you have legit load screens, and that's annoying to me. Um, but well, also, you know, when you're talking about like the different levels of you know storage, when you because it has like a a mini XD card in there, and if you put shit on your mini XD card it basically loads in the same speed as the internal storage. So if you happen to buy one of the lower tiered ones, you're going to be fine by like just getting a larger XD card and using that as your storage. Like that's fine. And you could also, you could, you could also still install a larger capacity, um, internal storage device. If you want to, you, you can do that. So if you want to buy a cheaper one just to save some money and then do like all the DIY shit yourself, um, you got to reinstall SteamOS, but you know, there's that's Steam or Valve has put out the SteamOS as a downloadable and they give you directions on how to like reload your shit. So it's not impossible to do. Um, it's just, you know, th- when you get the, the 512, you're just getting a better screen sort of because it's matte and the, the matte screen is nice how- if you're outside. How's the battery life? Uh, it's hit or miss. It depends on what you're fucking playing. And so that's, that's another thing that comes into, like, what games am I playing? And they're not... Like, I think Elden Ring, I, I might get maybe three hours, and that's stretching it. Maybe three hours. Um, yeah, I think they were advertised for either way. It, at least on their website, it has uh, anywhere from two to eight hours. Yeah, it depends game. on the like, game. That's a big fucking window. <laughs> yeah, because it, it depends on the game. Because, so, like, when, when, I, when you boot up, like, Elden Ring or some other, like... When I was playing like Call of Duty, like yeah, the fucking fan was on. It's not super loud, but I mean it's noticeable. And when I'm when I move my hands away from like where my hands are supposed to be, you can definitely feel the heat. So so you know it's doing some work. Um, let me talk about some games that I'm playing real quick. Um, so if you happen to get a Steam Deck, 
uh, actually, just in general, I, there's a game out there called Vampire Survivors. This game is basically fucking heroin. And it's the most <laughs> ridiculous fucking... If I explain to you this game, you will be like, Cronus, you're fucking full of shit. All right, listen. There's a game out there that's on Steam where there's literally no attack buttons. All you do is move around, and it's fucking heroin. Like, literally, you start the... It's super 8-bit. It's top-down, and you have to pick up, like, items and shit like that, and <laughs> eventually... I, I can't even, like, really... I, I need to, like, play the game and show it, like, as I'm explaining it, to, like, really show, like, how addictive this game is. This is the most addictive game that I've played in probably 10, 15 fucking years. <laughs> and there's literally no fucking attack button. All you do is move around. And we have to pick up, like, weapons, and the weapons are timed. And you have to figure out, like, the synergy between weapons and defensive shit. At the same time, like, hordes of shit are coming at you. And when I say hordes of shit, there's so many things on the fucking screen that if you try to stream it, the stream quality fucks up. <laughs> like, literally. There's, like, I've had hundreds of, like, enemies on the screen at the same time on my Steam Deck, and it's running just fine. But I've watched the same scenes on, like, some streams, and you'll see, like, where it's all, like, pixelated and all fucked up, but that's not, not how it looks on the actual device. It, it's, like, it's, it's really weird. It has to do with, like, compression algorithms. Um, but, yeah, that's Vampire Survivors. If you, have, if you play PC games at all, um, or you have a Steam Deck, which basically you have a PC, but um, <laughs> get that game. Number one. It's, like, three fucking dollars. So oh, just just get it. It's like crack. So just get it. Um, I just I played um, Have a Nice Death Day for a while, but I hit on the Steam Deck. I was playing it solid for a good week or week and a half, and now like the last time I tried to play it, I kept it kept crashing at the same part, and it's at the very beginning, and I have no idea why. Um, but then I started playing um, Vampire Survivors, and I just picked up. Um, the cult of the lamb and that is one of the coolest games i've played in a while as well it's like this cool like rogues like game that you have, where you have to re we have to like have like your own cult of people you have to like have them worship you and like get all these fucking resources and then go out and like kill all these fucking god mini gods and shit like that as a lamb it's a lot of fun uh i might do like actual reviews for some games on this fucking shit because it's hard to explain some of these things in a short time frame but it's a lot of fun and having them hey, in like a handle have... form. What's up? Yeah, we have Twitch. We have Twitch. You can do a review on Twitch. Yeah, but I, I gotta find my fucking. Wait... I gotta find my uh, uh, Elgato thing. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I was gonna say we also had a secondary uh, friend of the podcast, uh, uh, B Boy. He was like raving about that that Cult game, talking about. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was like saying like you can have like. Weird, you, you said you can turn it into a sex cult, like literally, you can have them mate with you or something weird, and you can actually sacrifice members. Oh, yeah, I've sacrificed one at least one, so yeah, <laughs> well, like, he, what he wanted it. It's... Also, another guy wanted to eat a bowl of shit, so oh, wow. all right, I'll make you a bowl of shit. Here you go, and then he got sick, so it's, it's, a, it's a twisted version of fucking Oregon Trail, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta oh, do man. what you gotta do to get to survive he died of dysentery. But, yeah. but apparently, as a cult leader, it gives you a lot of options. You can recruit and 
do weird rituals or make up rituals, like all kinds of stuff. But apparently, it's like super addicting. Yeah, you know what's really cool about Steam with Steam, um, their their um, platform, whatever. Especially when it comes to the VR world, because VR world, like you can like you can download a lot of indie games for VR with with um, Steam. But what's what's really cool is that like, I mean, eight. I haven't I haven't I haven't hooked my HTC Vive in a fucking for the longest fucking time. But like the indie games, like it's just the fact that they're a lot of them are free. So or, you can download and play them and such with that. And they'll be like cheap. Or yeah, or super cheap, like ninety nine cents. But then also there'll be like like I have uh if there's a game I like, I'll put I put myself on a watch list. And you get like email saying like, Oh, there's a Steam sale and this game is now yeah ninety nine cents, so fucking pay for it now and buy it and like it's Steam is a really good platform for 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 at least for gaming. I think for um, Tomb Raider, I have I have a copy of Tomb Raider on the PC because when I got my PC, it came with a copy of Tomb Raider and it was oh, through shit. Steam. Mm-hmm. And like I was able to play Tomb Raider through Steam in VR, which was fucking nuts. That sounds crazy. <laughs> it was really nuts. Like, like, yeah. um, wait, when you look down, could you see titties or, or not? No, uh, you couldn't see titties. Uh, look, I like. I like sat down in the woods and sat down and squatted and looked down at titties. So I keep I keep hearing really uh, none of us have it, but apparently the Epic Store Steam's like rival is actually pretty good in itself. Yeah, like I have it. Yeah, you have it. Well, I thought you didn't get it. No, no, no. I have Epic Store on my PC. I'm like my laptop, but you can yeah. get it on your Steam Deck as well. There's like workarounds for it. Same thing with uh, Origin. There's like you can get a whole like basically everything you can think of. You can probably get on your Steam Deck. Even okay. games that they say are, are not compatible with your Steam Deck, you can use Proton <laughs> to get it to work. <laughs> so, like awesome. they've they're really like embracing like the whole like PC mentality on like just getting shit to work. Even like getting. Mm. You can get Windows on here. Like you can literally yeah. put Windows on here, and you can I feel like, boot. Yeah, I, I heard you. I heard like that was a secret. I'm using air quotes, quote unquote, secret function that you could do. But apparently, everyone's like, dude, you you know you're going to end up using Windows at one point. But yeah, apparently, people were are we're doing that day one. And uh, I've used Origin. I'm not a huge. I've used Origin way back in the day. I'm I've never been a huge fan. I feel like it's super lacking. I mean, they got is. so is epic, know, but yeah, Steam's, yeah but, Steam's kind of the way to go for now. Yeah, yeah but I, I feel I, like Origins got left in the dust, and they're still promoting like a bunch of stuff that, like, I feel like doesn't matter anymore. Well, look, I, look, I did a quick little Google search to see, like, oh, can you run a PS5 on the Steam Deck? And there's like 15 videos on how to do that. I mean, wow. well, you can stream it, so. But look at look at the influence with Valve, though. Uh, back to Steam, like. They certainly uh, had Sony, uh, even Xbox, uh, having those fire sales and whatnot. Like a lot of that was trying them trying to emulate those Steam sales, where oh yeah, you know, or get close to it. You know what I mean? So you see, there's certainly a trend, fucking setter. All those summer sales, winter sales, fall sales on PlayStation, where they try to notify you of this game is almost fucking free or less than five dollars. I mean, yeah. to be fair, every single platform. They do all those sales literally the if not the same fucking day, the same week, yeah. like almost every time. Like the summer sale, I was actually telling uh, Prodigy about the summer sale. It was literally a day behind. Like the Sony one was a day behind, like Steam and and X- Xbox. Like literally yeah. one day behind. I think Epic was like the same week or like the 
two days before. The winter one is usually like Black Friday, but there's sometimes yeah. there's also another one in December, like where everyone's already thought they came up big. Like a week and a half later, there's like a, a quick little winter sale. You can get stuff at like 75% off and whatnot. Uh, actually, Prodigy's caught me up on some stuff. He's like, hey, did you know like you know this is on here? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I go and look. Sure enough, it's on like different platforms. Both PlayStation and Xbox, huge fucking sales. So they, they, they've been doing this with each other for years now. For real. All right, real quick, I want to talk about one last thing about the Steam Deck, and then I'll be fucking done. All right. <laughs> now there's gonna be more. Just next next episode. Yeah, next I'm episode. loving I'm loving the Steam Deck because I'm like I've been interested. Now I'm about to get one. Even more. more well, items. I mean, you're not gonna get one this year. I mean, if you oh, yeah. before you would have, yeah, but yeah. now, yeah. No, no, no. Put open it out and get it next year for my birthday. Yeah, well, you yeah. get it early next <laughs> I'm, year. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but it's it's definitely worth it. Um, so I was looking. Uh, Old Ninja's like frozen again. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I was looking at like getting like some accessories for the Steam Deck like early on, um, and I really wanted to get like a, a protective case, not a protective case, like just protection around it. And I hate to do this because, like, so I, I know that there's like a whole bunch of like you know YouTubers and streamers and all that stuff that talk about dbrand like they're the second uh, coming of Jesus. Yeah. All right, but I got to say, I, I ordered some shit off of Dbrand, and I'll give you a caveat. The thing I ordered is fucking hard to install. All right, I, I know that because I watched the video, and I had, a guy, I had to buy a fucking heat gun to fucking install it. I haven't installed it yet, but I know it's going to be a pain mm-hmm. in the ass. All right, but I got to say, Dbrand, holy fucking shit, you get accolades just for your fucking packaging alone. Um, so, <laughs> like, the, the, the envelope that this fucking thing came in is, like, cool as shit. So this is, like, the envelope they came in. Like, look how fucking hell? cool that is. Shit. Like, look how fucking cool that is. That's pretty fucking sick. And that is, look, I, I do like that. I like that packaging. Yeah. And that this, that looks, you look like you're holding a laptop. Yeah. And th- this is not a paid segment. All right. The D-Man is not paying me. I've, I've not talked to them at all. I just bought some shit from them uh, because I want to get a carbon fiber, like, uh, protection around it. Uh, but this is like, and when you get, like, the actual like pieces in like this is what it looks like like they give you like a really cool like sorry pre-cut yeah like it looks dope it's gonna be hard to install because this, this thing is fucking curvy yeah <laughs> the, way, the way i like my women um but yeah it's like, like it's cool so and um i got some tempered uh glass screens for it and it comes in this thing which is this is the steam deck logo right here and then when you open it, like it's like it's like magnetic. Like they don't have to do any of this fucking shit. All this shit is fucking extra. Alright, they don't have to do any of this shit. And it but it's cool as fuck just to like see like the, the care that they put into like just packaging alone. Like this goes a long fucking way. You know? So I, I can see why, you know, YouTubers and you know gamers and like they they have praises for D brand. Like I get it now. I I I'll see how much praise I'll have when I actually install this fucking thing, um, because I know that because the Steam Deck, like if you look at it, um, see all these fucking curves, I gotta fucking yeah. get this thing around all these goddamn curves. So that's gonna be pain. Get fucking a little little fucking bubbles and shit here and there. Yeah, well that's why I said it's you basically need just a heat gun. fancy final wrap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and what's really cool is that I got these stickers. They go on the touchpads. 
which is basically this is what it looks like underneath the touchpads. Like that's like that's the actual sensor. Oh wow! Underneath there, yeah. So that just goes on top. So wait, so you have to actually take off the touchpad to put that? No, no. You, you put the stickers on top of the touchpads, and it looks like what's underneath. Oh wow! It. And it still fucking work? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, and it'll okay. still work just fine. So I got it because I, I thought it looked cool. So. <laughs> But yeah, so if, if you haven't gotten a Steam Deck or haven't convinced you yet, then whatever. But I, I think it's really fucking cool. Um, you can literally use it as your desktop. You can, I, I can literally stream this podcast on the fucking Steam Deck. Oh, OBS yeah. is part of like one of the things you can install on there. So, I'm, no, fucking, I mean, I'm fucking sold. I wish they made no, more. Well, no, the more question that, the more question that everybody wants to ask is, uh, K-Watch part on it. Of course. <laughs> I mean, of course uh, yeah. Yes, you can. I mean, <laughs> I, I can get Firefox in here, so yes. So what's cool? Hold on, let me just. I'll pull up the actual like the thing. So I'm playing. Uh, hold on, let me. Yeah. I got her back. Put a little, put a little screen screen oh, play. play. I, I fucked up here. Oh. Are you like Elon Musk gonna fucking break it? No, no, no. I just I was I was playing a game, and so just so this is a uh, cult of the lamb. So. Oh yeah, yeah. See, so it's not washed out on the actual screen, but if you just press like uh like the if you hold on the power button, actually, do I need to? Oh shit, I turned it off. Hold on, I want to <laughs> save my game real quick um, to make sure that I'm not just gonna lose everything. Uh, let's cancel. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna quit to the main screen. Give me a second here. Well, it, it's pretty. I mean, with the way technology is now and how like popular touchscreens and like fucking the iPad and Windows OS like, their, uh, surface. So like, I'm not surprised how much how much can be in, how much can be packed into a, a handheld device. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, look at your phone. There's just a bunch of shit packed oh, yeah. in your phone. So if if you literally if you just hold down the um the power button, you go to switch to desktop. And then you literally get like a like a Linux desktop. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then see how everything's like kind of tiny. And so I was like, this is yeah, fucking really small. It. But then like you use like a little trackpad on the right, and like that's your mouse. Or you can use your your finger, but you know I got I don't got Sasha's fingers, but I mean they're too big for this fucking thing. So <laughs> it doesn't look like it looked like that's not a GUI style desktop. It's just oh no, it's it's a GUI. Uh, yeah, GUI. It's yeah. hard to tell. With the reflection. Yeah, okay. Sorry, the reflection. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I see it now. But yeah, there's like a bunch of other like Linux things in here, and like it's just it's just really cool. It's it's so fucking nerdy. I'm not like a really great Linux person. I use Linux for like for work, but it's for like parsing through logs. It's so, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't really use it for like you know fun shit. Yeah. yeah. Now watch, someone will get to pay this all this money and get this uh, Steam Deck and then use it for work shit. Like literally be sitting uh, in hotels you, and doing. Are you you, you can, can code on it? You can, you can run. Yeah, you can yeah. run. You can run a. You can run an IDE. There you go. Good shit, dude. I know we got a ton on the fucking list, but yeah. we're fucking back. But why don't we? Uh, why don't we save save some uh, for the next week? Now that we're 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 oh, back sure. regular, unless. Unless there was something pressing that you wanted to get in there, old ninja. No, or... not really. The only All thing right. pressing I really wanted to talk about was the Sandman. I had to, I had to get that out of there. Dude, I gotta that catch was... up on that one. Y- y'all sold me. Yeah, it's got... it's... yeah. <laughs> To be honest, we only touched upon the first like. Oh five yeah. Episodes. 
Like the like, last six is a bit more involved, but it's still just as good. Yeah, I, like, I still got to watch yeah, the day like, shift. I want to really watch. Oh, yeah. Same yeah, here. I got to watch day shift too. Yeah, actually, that dropped this shift. week. Yeah, it dropped on Friday. Day shift that. is just another fucking fun ass movie that Jamie Foxx is being Jamie Foxx, and it's it's ridiculous, but it's fun. It's all the way fun around. It's I was talking to Old Ninja about it yesterday. So Dude, with that man, I was like, "Yo, if they don't do the whole, if they don't do the restaurant, the the diner scene, right? Like how I pictured it in my head, fuck this whole entire series. <laughs> they did a really good job of that. I was Dude, like, that holy scene, shit, that scene it, got me. I was like, oh shit. But it was it wasn't even just like that that scene. It was just like like they they went a little above and beyond other than the homeboy having a bad fucking wig but like they did a really good oh, job yeah. with that freaking scene but to me it's like it's it literally starts out as this like wholesome kind of happy go lucky mm-hmm. and then there's just this great performance by David Thewlis who comes in and monkey wrench the whole vibe and it just goes from beautiful and perfect to like super dark dank and horrifying at the very end of the fucking episode, it was that's so how it is crazy. in the audiobook. <laughs> yeah, like, shit. crazy! It's such a good episode, so good. And all there's right, there, there's people fucking. There's yeah, all kinds. Like, there's, yeah, it's like it's literally like gothic horror. It starts out like a, it feels like a fifties diner, even though it's it's set present day, and it ends. It literally ends like Hellraiser. Right, By the end of the episode, yeah. it's Hellraiser. Sir, part of you tapping out politely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we went right. deep on the time. We'll right. take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let, let's wrap it up for for this week. We'll get back to Sandman. Trust you me. Uh, next week, and I'll have some more fucking. I'll watch some episodes. All right, let's keep it short and sweet. Blue, what you got uh, populating this week? Goddammit. So yeah, your boy Blue won't be on a podcast next week. <laughs> Reason because it's my fifth year anniversary with, with the sweetness. Oh. Which is crazy. Like, holy shit, five years went by so goddamn fast. Like, holy shit. True. And we got a kid. Mm. That shit went by even faster. Like, holy time is going and fast forward. And I'm trying to wait. I'm trying to hit the pause button. Every time I try to hit the pause button, I'm looking for a remote control and I can't fucking find it because fucking little bl- little boy blue is fucking taking it away from me and I can't find it. But um yeah, um it's crazy. Like he he's speaking more words, he thunders he's starting to pick up on sign language. So like he like yeah. does little gestures like holy shit like this is crazy. Um, last week I did a bunch of training for my role and I just got certified in a, a software called Secure, which is like Secure? a really popular no Secure. It's a Secure? it's a security app, the security application for monitoring like businesses like alarm system and stuff like that. So I'm like certified in that now. Oh, nice. It's kind of cool. Nice. Oh, good. You can break in. We can do our heist. Oh, wait. Hold on. I can't. We'll later. Holy shit. I, I seriously can't. Like, this tool <laughs> does so much fucking shit. If it's, if somebody have it installed, like, I could, I can do, I can do some crazy shit. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of cool. Like, hanging out with, like, IT guys. It was, like, shooting shit. A lot of these guys from military background and just hearing their fucking war stories was crazy. But, um, yeah, other than that, just, uh, just working in our backyard, trying to get things done. Um, yeah, that's about it. Just make sure this kid stay alive. <laughs> it's always important. All right, old ninja, what you got? Um, I'm actually trying to stay cool up here in the bay. I know like the rest of the country is like flooding and raining and fucking shit. But here in the bay, it almost hit triple digits. It's kind of weird. But uh and it rained today. 
Yeah, it kind of shrinked a little bit. Um, She-Hulk is on in like 90 minutes, so I'm probably yeah. going to that before I crash out. <clears throat> um, trying to catch up on some of these other stuff, like that ended, like uh, Blue reminded me about uh, Superman and Lois. I didn't, I'm on the last like three or four episodes. Oh, so good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to. Mm-hmm, I didn't yeah. realize that I went super hard on the show, and I stopped for some reason. I think I stopped because of Young Justice, but uh, I plan on going back and finishing it. Um, watching uh, uh, Super or sorry, She Hulk uh, this weekend. I'm probably gonna check out Bullet Train at one point, maybe. But uh, other than that, <clears throat> uh, hand holding uh, uh, Prodigy through Destiny Two. Uh, probably gonna. We didn't stream out the other night. We had a pretty good session. Gonna try to get back on it either Friday or maybe Monday ish. We'll, we'll see. We'll figure out some time, but we'll have some Twitch content later on this weekend. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of it. Just watch, just catching up on shows and movies, really. That's it, Mr. Birthday Boy. Uh, I'm just glad to have a fucking home to live in again. You know, have my own my own space again. It's good to have the infinity base. Again, uh, I'm getting used to living in Chula Vista. It's really cool to have, you know, my youngest daughter being in a dual language immersion class uh, because she speaks more Spanish than I do at this point. So I'm just <laughs> like, all right, I have to like use Google Translate to like help her with her homework. Fucking sad. Um, other than that, you know, I still need to unpack. Um, I need to play Steam Deck more. Uh, the more I play Steam Deck, the less I'll unpack, so... You'll see by uh, next week how much play the Steam Deck. Just saying. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting That's back awesome. to jujitsu. Uh, I'm going to go back. I, I found a, a good school uh, that I'm going to start going to full time. Uh, I'm going there tomorrow and actually meeting the instructor. So, I've been there for uh, two, two, basically two or three weeks in a row, but the instructor was gone for a while because something happened with him. And so, I look forward to meeting him tomorrow. And uh, and I was actually like part of like their secret like underground like hey just a couple okay. guys are gonna roll on like a certain day. Couple guy. Yeah, we so it was like cool like fight. just go and roll. Let's talk about Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> well, sort of, but you you get you gonna pull Prodigy into it? Not gonna what? You gonna you gonna get a uh, Prodigy to join? No, he's not gonna do. I mean, I, I would love him to come, but he, he's fucking busy and shit. But I tried to get him <laughs> and my brother to go. Well, I've talked to you about it, all you guys about jujitsu before, mm-hmm. and yeah. the funny thing is, like, my, so my brother, like, uh, I was going to like the secret thing, and like a firefighter came through, and it was somebody that my brother knew for like more than ten years. You know, like he's like, oh yeah, you know, he totally knows my brother, and like we're talking and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, there's I understand jujitsu. I, I would like to say it's for everybody, but. Uh, hard to like convince somebody to like roll around the floor with some sweaty dudes so eh, but well, you guys are always invited for me to kick your ass just saying true <laughs> it's funny you Kronos, you're not the only person that that uh promotes brazilian jiu-jitsu not just jiu-jitsu itself but uh everyone keeps talking about it being like you know the ultimate martial art and you should get into it because people get their kids into it then they get into it, so they're trying to get like their friends into it, and I get it; it's great. So we'll see. You never know. I mean, and I've seen uh, what the weirdest thing I've seen. I've seen elderly people starting to get into it. I'm yeah. just like, what the hell? But they're out there rolling and stuff. They're working out, so you know, it is what it is. 
Prodigy needs rest though. So Dude, yeah. yeah, he does. I mean, I've right, actually man. stolen I've stolen some hours from him to get onto some destiny. So <laughs> take us out yeah. here, old ninja. Oh wait, no, Prodigy. Is there anything you want? Yeah, to yeah, real quick. I was just gonna quick shout out Dragon Ball Super superhero movie is dropping this week. Uh, if you haven't already checked it out, uh, please uh, go on YouTube and check out Street Fighter Six. We got a brand new cool ass character, uh, cool. Kimberly. Uh, I think yeah. she's pretty awesome. Uh, black character, female character that uh, has a whole bunch of funky moves. Street Fighter Six looks like it's going to be really fucking fun. I uh, will check out Sandman because uh, you guys recommended it, and also yeah. Blue was absolutely fucking right. Harley Quinn is Harley fucking Quinn. incredible, and I'm going to. Definitely get caught up and all the way into season three very soon. Take us out, goddammit. Uh, real quick, Harley Quinn is only like four or five episodes in, so it's not that many that you're behind. Season three. season three, sorry. Uh, really quick, I forgot. I was gonna, I told Prodigy I was gonna do this. I'm a big shout out, uh, Lubalin. He's a uh, musical artist on uh, on air, all social media. Look him up, Lubalin. Uh, he does some really hilarious stuff. He takes internet drama and turns it into music videos. It's super yeah. great. It's so good. Uh, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Uh, Infinity, motherfucker. Back up, back up in this bitch. Uh, uh, thank his podcast oh, on the please. internet. Check us out. <laughs> uh, check us out anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts with B's and BTI. It's B T E. Oh, I. Um, uh, real quick before we get out of here, uh, thank you, Prodigy. You know what you did. Thank you. Um, and then, uh, my brother, if you're listening to this, um, thanks. Sorry that the end, the way that it ended, was fucked up, but it is what it is. So someday we'll be good, but not today. All good. Thank you, guys. I got to get some rest. Later, fellas. The end podcast Man, button. And it's still there. I can't <laughs> fucking make it go away. You gotta cut out still, this last bit. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. There we go.